What is going on, everybody? Jordy Cannell here. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of the Bullpen Card Podcast, presented by Thunderblogsports.com. It is the 2023 NL West preview with Michael J. Clark. MJC and I kick off our division previews, jumping through all five teams in the NL West. We look at who they added, the key players. We talk about some of the new rules. We update you on the World Baseball Classic. I added a little bonus section at the end because I stayed up to watch the U.S.'s 3-2 win over Columbia. So I talk about that. The Edwin Diaz injury. Give you some updates just on how the tournament is looking. This one was a lot of fun to record, though. Cannot wait to hear what you all think. Make sure that you're subscribed to the podcast. I say it all the time. but This is the first of our six divisional previews. So you're going to want to be subscribed. The bullpen cart wherever you get your podcasts. Thunderblog Sports on Instagram, ThunderBLG on Twitter. But enjoy the episode. Enjoy the rest of the World Baseball Classic and the spring training. And March Madness is finally here. But here we go. Welcome to this week's episode, or today's episode of the bullpen card podcast presented by thunderblogsports.com the first of our division previews i told you last week they were coming and i am very excited for this one this is the national league west and returning to the podcast the legend himself mr michael j clark mjc how are you what's up buddy i'm doing great uh always a great time hopping on Talking a little, uh, talking a little baseball in March, man. It's it's, it's a tradition unlike any other. Oh yeah. Have you been watching the World Baseball Classic? Uh, yeah, I, I've been, definitely been watching. I, I so I missed a lot of Team USA's loss because I was watching the Oscars. Yeah. Like, and I kept flipping like, oh, it's getting worse. Like, oh, it's getting worse. Oh. <laughs> um, and then I watched a little bit of. Monday's game didn't have to watch past the first inning though, or, yeah. or whatever it was. Where so I wasn't really paying a lot of attention to it. Uh, but no, uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be great. Uh, a, a great uh, um, was Puerto Rico and the Dominicans are uh, are playing each other soon. That that's gonna be uh, quite the battle. That's gonna be a good game. And with today, the so the U.S. plays at ten. We're recording this mm-hmm. on Wednesday. Mexico just, I've not seen the score, but I got a Yahoo alert right before we started recording. They apparently blew out Canada, which okay. is good for the United States because if they lose to Colombia, Colombia's 2-2, two and two, U.S. 2-2, two and two, Canada's 2-2, two and two, or no, Canada's 1-3. and three. So, no, actually, never mind. I was thinking Canada was, was going to be 2-2, two and two, but they are they are now 1-3. and three. So, I was thinking the, the three-way tie, the crazy, uh, oh, no, they are 2-2, two and two, excuse me. Um the crazy run run quotient thing comes into play if the U.S. loses. Sure. Which is important to note because the U.S. won in seven innings and Canada won in seven innings, they have not recorded a lot of outs and they've let mm-hmm. up a lot of runs. They've let up 30 yes. runs. So the U.S. might be good to go. Disp- however tonight goes, might be fine. And Mexico wins the group, which means the U.S. will play... The winner of Group A, which no matter what will be Venezuela, which is, a, okay. frankly, 
a better draw than Mexico's getting playing the Dominican Republic Puerto Rico winner. Yeah, right. And then that winner has to play presumably Japan. They're playing Italy at like 6 a.m. tomorrow morning. Um, presumably Japan. I don't want to say anything against the Italian team. They've been fun to follow along with the Nespresso machine. Oh, yeah. Japan's really good, and it's still in Tokyo, so that's a significant home field advantage. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it's been, it, it's been, you know, it's been, it's been fun. You know, I'm, I'm ready for real baseball to start, but yeah, it's been a nice, nice distraction uh, before, uh, you know, before we start playing games that count in the records. Yeah, and I think it's also worth noting that the World Baseball Classic under 2022 rules, so the smaller bases and no pitch yes. clock. Yep. Which exactly. I watched a couple spring training games. It's tough because, you know, obviously working and then the weekends, there's other sports on like the March, Mad- everything with March Madness, championship week and all that. There's golf. Mm-hmm. There's all that. But I've, I've caught a couple Phillies games. What is your have you watched any if you have an opinion yet on the pitch clock? I still need to see the regular season yeah. before I. Yeah, I've, def- I've, I've, I've watched a little bit with the uh, the pitch clock. I, I, I love it, man. I, yeah. I'm all for it. You know, I, I um, there's electric video of I think one of the first games that the Yankees played in spring training of, of Wandy Peralta striking a guy out in about 40 seconds. We're just like, yeah, there was a Scherzer video. <laughs> uh, that strike too. one, strike two, strike three, where he just like, you know, it, 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 it it's, I'm, I'm for it. Uh, all the, you know, the, the pitchers that I really like that I root for um, are just the ones that, you know, just give me the ball. I'm gonna throw. You know what I mean? Where yeah. it's just not not it not messing me up. And you know, I, I think in this first couple months of the season, like there'll definitely be some kinks and games could be, you know, decided by uh pitch clock violations, you know, I in either direction. But I can't wait for the no, first I'm, time I'm, it happens. Like I'm, a Kyle Schwarber esque blow up right? at a guy right? because he yeah. took too long to get in the box. Yeah, no, I'm 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 for it. You know, I I, I think, I you know I, I I we we both love baseball, uh, but we I think can both admit that, you know, there are tweaks that can be made to to better the enjoyment of the game for not only ourselves but for you know new fans, people that are you know these these younger kids who are trying to you know they're trying to grow the sport and. and you know, I'm not saying that every rule change, like, I'm a fan of. I, I, I don't like the Ghost Runner in the 10th inning. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, I, I, I I still say, you want to do that? That's fine. Like, let's start in the 12th. Yeah. And allow, you know, <laughs> like, give, give him a couple take. more. Yeah, give him a couple more opportunities. And then, you know, you could, you could spit in my face and say, well, they had nine opportunities to not have a tie game and, you know, they, they have to... But no, I, I you know, I, I'm I'm for the new rules. I think it'll make the game more fun for all the people, like, complaining about the shift and, like, wow, well, like, if you don't like the shift, you should hit against it. Like, well, there are legal defenses in basketball and football, too. Like, yep. you know what I mean? <laughs> yep. Like, you know, icing and offsides are a thing in, in hockey and, and soccer. Like, you know, it's just... Yeah, like we, 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 yeah, it'll make the game more exciting. Like, I don't want to see bonds. I don't want to, you know what I mean? Like, I want to, like, I want to see shots that go, like, up the middle 
and know like well that's a base knock well you already know I mean? yeah exactly <laughs> like, it's not yeah someone standing behind second base just like oh geez yeah um uh, yeah it'll be great i'm excited to see with the shift if there's going to be some shortstop or something on a left-handed hitter that takes off almost as if there's a guy trying to steal second base but he's just trying to be right at second when the ball is hit so he can be on the other side of the field or something like that. Right. Might be the dumbest right. idea and for then, defense. Yeah, it'll, it'll happen. But yeah, yeah, something like that's going to happen. Like just like bunt defense. And the the offsides in hockey is such a great comparison because the NHL used to have the two-line pass, the two-line offsides, and they uh-huh. realized this rule sucks. Nobody's <laughs> – like offense isn't happening, and they took it away, and scoring went yeah. – dramatically up after the year-long lockout. And we've never looked back since. Now, granted, we've also had shootouts. But yeah, that's such a good point. And yeah, I'm I'm excited to see it. I want to see everything in live full action and not just screwing around in spring training and all that. But yeah, it's going to be exciting. But we are here to talk NL West. Absolutely. And I, and I think this is a great division to kick off for a number of different reasons, both housekeeping wise and just in an excitement level obviously from a 30,000 foot view the Padres made a lot of offseason splashes we saw some we saw some prospects get traded around we're going to talk about one of one of those teams that did that in a few seconds here with with the Diamondbacks we also saw Mm -hmm. different guys get locked up it's it was a pretty uh pretty exciting offseason for the NL West. If you're a baseball fan, if you're a fan of one of those teams, absolutely no. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to to dive in. I think it's going to be, um, it, I think it's going to be a, a hot topic of conversation, especially with, you know, what, what transpired in the NLDS with, you know, the little brother Padres finally like getting one over on the big brother. Uh, it'll be yeah. I, I'm, I'm excited to to dive in to get into it. Oh yeah. The, the, the Goose Series, as the Padres called it. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but let's start with the Diamondbacks. So the housekeeping yeah. note that I made, we go by city name. And by city, it's what the team goes by. So not Phoenix. This is a point of clarification we had to do on a previous NLS podcast. But Arizona, so mm-hmm. the first name of a team. And so there'll be... Now, here's here's the, the cool quirk about that is... Yeah. If you go by city name or by nickname, they're first uh, either way. You're right. That's a really good point. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so the Diamondbacks, we kick off with them. They made the trade to to trade for Gabriel Moreno from the the Blue Jays. They recently locked up Corbin Carroll, who has been you know pretty solid. Explosive. Yeah, explosive is a really good term to use. They're a team that's. I think interesting. It's hard to really mm-hmm. put put a pin in some of these teams. Obviously, there's a couple that are, you know, kind of in the middle. Um, but really, outside of the Dodgers and the Padres, it's hard to sound really excited for any other team. Is that a fair assessment to put for the other three? No, I, I agree. I, I think before we started the call, I think I said that the NL West is uh, the haves versus the have-nots, yeah. and then the one team in the middle right now. Um, and unfortunately, like, I think the way that people look at the D-backs is sort of the have-nots uh, for now. I think they have a lot of pieces. Like, we, we talked about Corbin Carroll. Like, he's one of the favorites for 
rookie of the year this year. Like he's going to be so like fun to watch and explosive and exciting. Uh, and the Diamondbacks have like the best starting pitcher in baseball that ninety percent of baseball fans don't know about. Yeah, and that's Zach Gallen. Gallen, Gallen's a dude, man. He, he's, he he's he, you know his second half last year, last season, where I believe he went. A, a crazy amount of innings without allowing an earned run. Uh, it was it was shades of Brandon Webb, if you will. Yeah, that's uh, a that's a really yeah. Good so I, I think with with uh, B- Big Zach on the mound uh, in Arizona for for years to come, and uh, I think with the potential of Dave Moreno and and with, with Carroll and and you know some of you know, some of some of the the guys that you know, Arizona could have making like big moves for them. Uh like I I think Arizona is on the up and up, man. I think they're I think they're probably a season or two away, but I think there could be some fun in the desert, man. I think that they they're gonna I think they're gonna be an interesting watch. Yeah, that's a really good way to put it, because it it's almost a guaranteed every five days you got your dude. You you nailed it on Absolutely. the head. He's a dude. And I'm looking at his second half stats versus first half. Pitched three less innings. He had 25 more strikeouts or almost. He had, oh, I'm doing that math wrong, 14 more strikeouts. Opponent's batting average went down 60 points. I mean, it's the on-base percentage is way lower. It's, you know, he got into a groove and should continue that way. I think the one year away is probably the right assessment there. Obviously, the U.S. is playing at Chase Field, which it's funny to see Phillies players playing well at Chase Field because the Phillies, I don't think, have won a series in Arizona. And I wanted to look this up before we started recording, but I got a little tied up. I don't think they've won a series in Arizona for probably at least 10 years. I want to think maybe even 2011, they might not have won then. But anyway, I I digress. They obviously are talking a lot about the Diamondbacks and Chase Field and all that throughout it. And that's the same sentiment that you get from... Whoever's the play-by-play guy, because they've had different ones for all the U.S. games, but John Smoltz has been the the through line there as the color commentator, and he has nothing but great things to say about this team. And they're just so young that it's, I don't know, there is a, a, a question mark in a good way of that this team could be, they could win 77 games, like some projections I'm looking at. I'm looking at fan graphs right now. But that, I could also see him being around 500. But again, kind of circling back to, the question I let off to you in a division with the Dodgers and the Padres and how good they are on paper, it's hard to think that they're doing anything more than that and trying to sneak around for a wild card spot unless the third wild card becomes an absolute, you know, crazy horse race, which I, I hope it doesn't as a Phillies fan and knowing what the NL East has to offer. But, you know, crazier things have happened. Sure. Uh I, I, yeah, I, some some things that um, that Arizona has going for them, uh, you know, they added uh, some veteran leadership in Evan Longoria playing third. Um, you know, uh, Guriel will be either in the outfield playing some DH, definitely. Uh, so those are two like proven guys that um, you know are, are dangerous right-handed bats and like have a resume and can definitely. Um, you know, play play a play a factor in some of these games, and you know they'll score more runs. Definitely, you know. And I'm looking also at I think the back end of their pen is really strong. Where, um, you know, Mark Melanson 
had like a pretty rough year, but he's a veteran. Like everyone, you know, Blitz is good for a bunch of saves in that inning. But some of the setup guys, Andrew Chafin was was great for Detroit last year. Uh, Joe Mantiply was an All Star. Kevin Ginkle, like they they have they have horses in the pen. Like they, they're definitely going to be able to outpitch some teams too. So I don't know. I, I think they're going to be one of those teams that like is is hovering around 500 I, you know if i had to guess they'd be under but i don't know i, I think they're gonna they're, they're gonna I want some heaters too i think they'll have some some streaks where you look up like wow like the d-backs have like won eight of their last 11 yeah and you'll, you'll there's some streaks where like oh they just lost six straight at home you know what i mean yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, i feel, like, like, we're also I feel good like they're for... riding the roller coaster with them but i don't know there are some pieces that i could talk myself into yeah then that's exactly how I feel as well. And I feel like we also building on your point, we, no matter how good or bad the diamondbacks have been over the last couple of years, like dating back to the, the 17 season when they made the playoffs, like we're always due for a Dodger, like sweep in Arizona where they were either, it goes one way and then they go to LA and the diamondbacks end up sweeping them or the reverse, like the diamondbacks somehow win three or four. They just, they're, you know, a, a very streaky team and it's, I don't know. Sure. It is. It's definitely a step in the right direction because it is going to be very interesting of the young guys and the vets and how it all comes together. We didn't mention Merrill Kelly, who I think could. No, who's yeah, who's a really who's you know he's, he's definitely a good uh, you know number two. Yeah, exactly, and you know probably probably has a good season. The rest of the rotation, you know, we have another year of old man Madison Bumgarner. So right. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. And you know, the rest Zach of the Davies will do what he always does. Yeah. And have like an ERA of like 4.1. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah some good stars, some He's bad like, ones. It's like a four or five ERA, but he finishes like 12 and 10. Like how do you win, right. how did you win 12 games? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Something crazy like that. But yeah. Very, you know, a good, they're in a good spot. I think is the best way to put it. Yeah. No, I, I think they'll, you know, I think they'll, I don't think they're, you know, going to be contending for anything this season. But you know, I, I think they're. Uh, I, I have my arrow upwards on them. Yeah. So we move to the Rockies. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh boy is a. I'll, I'll have less nice things to say about them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll strain myself trying to talk myself into Colorado. Um, a team that sports some faces you've heard of. They still have Chris Bryant. Right. Still have some guys that have, I feel like have been on their pitching staff for 20 years. Um, Herman Marquez. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I feel like he probably started opening day the year they had the all-star game. And I, that was like one of the first <laughs> video games I ever played. Whatever Ken Griffey Jr. Do baseball you? that was. <clears throat> I know you're uh, uh, I know you're a John Boy guy. Yeah. But do you ever watch uh, the ref guest videos that they do? Are those the ones where they do like the guys that played for two different teams, like those crossovers? No, no. So, so yeah. So that's the um, that's the grid which I love doing. Yeah, those are fun. To, like, yeah. When I, when I when I see it, I pause. Yeah, I, I do the same thing. Do it yeah. myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I I will say I went nine for nine last week, and a, a lot of guys struggled with that. Uh, yeah, the big one that they all missed is is Cubs Dodgers, and that was uh, that's. Um, uh mad dog greg maddox oh yeah oh yeah yep. that's a really good one yeah uh so anyway so they do ref guests where it's they they show a baseball reference page oh yeah, without like bad. the the without the person's name 
of like the season have to like say who it was. And so the tiebreaker last video that they did was um was Jason Jennings. Remember him? Wow. That's a yeah. blast for the past. random rookie of the year. It was like <laughs> where he had a rookie of the year and his rookie of the season was like terrible. Where his ERA was like four and a half. Like it was really <laughs> I have to see who else was rookies that year for Jason Jennings who won rookie of the year that year. Wow. Uh, but yeah, that that's 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 the Rockies, man. Right? Just the same like retreads in the in the rotation and Oh man, I I I, I don't know. Uh, Chris Bryant was fine when he played, but you know he just was so injury prone. Didn't hit a, didn't hit a homer in chorus. Did, did you know that? I did not realize that. That is yes. Yeah, none of his none of his homers uh, came at chorus. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh. Yeah, I mean, so that is an important thing to note because a lot of people are getting really excited about the new rules at Coors Field because uh-huh. there's so much space, as they love to point out whenever anything is there, including the All-Star game, that not only, you know, home runs and everything and potentially with the pitch the pitch clock forcing quick pitches and stuff like that and uh, not ne- maybe not necessarily the Zach Grinke EFIS pitch. I don't know if you saw that the other day. Mm. Uh, for those that don't know, Grinke was running out of time and instead of taking the automatic ball, he just threw a 43-mile-an-hour pitch basically in the dirt so he wouldn't take it. But, um, yeah, a lot of people are excited that teams can go in there and with all the different space, you might see you know more doubles, more triples, a lot mm-hmm. more, a lot more excited excitement on the base paths that Coors Field has to offer, and I don't think a lot of those players doing that are going to be Rockies players. No. Yeah, I mean, just a tough roster when you look at it. You know, I don't really know where to Listen, go. From. I, you know, I, 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 you know, re- respect to CJ Crone, one of the the unheralded guys who like just always rakes and always matches. Yeah. And- I think he might be like a product of Coors, but like I would also like like to see him on a contender. You know what I mean? I'd like to see him. Like I feel like if he was like I feel like if he was like a brave. You know what I mean? Like I feel like if he was um, like an Astro. You know what I mean? I think people would like he'd be much more well known than he is. You know, as uh, as a Rocky. Yeah, he's, added... I, I, you know, I always, I, I always, I always like him. Yeah, he's been a fun guy to follow. He was a good fantasy or DFS guy. Yeah, that's a, that's a good take. If you, he bats eighth on the Braves. He's like there. He's the DH instead of uh, playing first base. Let Matt Olson right. sneak out there. Right. Um, yeah, you know, there, there, there's some, you know, there's some guys on this this roster who've been on the team for a while. You know, Ryan McMahon uh, at second base and uh, Charlie Blackman. Jeez, how much longer is he going to be? Yeah, that's uh, I mean, it's just so crazy, right? Because like Blackman, in those years that they were, you know, making the playoffs, they they had all the exciting players along with them, and obviously, you know, a lot of them have moved on. Trevor Story, Lemayhu, yeah. etc. But yeah. you know, Blackman was was the guy. You know, he he's getting on base all the time, and he's can't believe it's been twelve years. I mean, I was half kidding when I said some of these guys have been playing for that long, but. It didn't feel like 12 years until I just looked at it. Um, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> Jonathan Jonathan Daza, their their outfielder. I feel like I've had him on my uh it will be the show uh you know the the Diamond Dynasty team yeah. like so many times. <laughs> yeah, it seems like a good, that, like always comes up like yeah, right. a good like bronze card that pop, right, always right. pops a little, up. A little speed, you know. Yeah. He's, he's always done pretty well for me, so respect. Yeah, respect there. I mean their bullpen, Daniel Bard, who I'm honestly shocked is still playing baseball. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, they, you know, they, some, you know, they, they have some names. That your, your old buddy Brad Hand. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Denelson Lament. Uh, Denelson Lament. Yeah. 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 My who, guy Denelson, as I called him for a little while. Yeah. And now he's a reliever. He was a starter who was like kind of a yeah. fringe fantasy player and never really panned out. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, man. You know, um, yeah, he's yeah. Lamette's another, uh, you know, another guy, a bronze guy. <laughs> yeah, another bronze guy. He's a guy you recycle hey, hey. to to re up the uh, right, the right. Where you make him your long reliever because he's yeah. your starter. So like, oh, you know. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> um. Anything else before we we keep this thing moving? Because I feel like we're just really circling the dream. Yeah, no, 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 you know, you know, I, I, not really, just. I will say, you know, uh, Yankees play at Coors in July, and Coors is on my list of stadiums I really want to go to. So I might. Try oh, nice. Like that yeah, one, but who, you know, that's another rule. We or not a rule, but a. Uh, yeah, new change, change. Where everybody plays everybody. Everybody plays everybody, which I said yeah. last year when they announced this, but they didn't say how they were doing it. So for those listening <laughs> at home, now everybody, like we just said, everybody is playing everybody. So you don't have just one division in the opposing league. Um, the way they made space for which that, which is, which by the way, which by the way is great for our teams because both of our teams play in pretty tough divisions. You yes, know? no, it <laughs> absolutely ALE's, is. And at least are are two of the the better, and, and that's good news for uh, the you know D backs, Rockies, and Giants too that they're gonna play less games against Dodgers and the Padres. Yeah, so instead of nineteen, it's thirteen now. Yep, which is great because the Phillies sucked against the Mets last year. So hopefully the water finds its level and maybe it's a little more evenly matched like the Phillies Braves series bre- was. Breaking news, Panthers plan to sign running back Miles Sanders. Wow, good for them. You know, according fi- to Jeremy Fowler. Wow. <laughs> Wonder if he'll go yeah. on a what a, a, another t- Pat McAfee type of show and <laughs> hold the Panthers hostage. You guys have that first maybe. pick. You guys got to trade it. Um <laughs> But yeah, so they so it's ni- uh, thirteen games instead of nineteen, and you play everybody. It's it's once though, unlike in the NBA and NHL where you play everybody twice, home and away. Yeah, there still is the quote unquote natural rival that you play twice. Um, they got a, they did away though with the uh, the four game series in two cities, which I always got a real kick out of when they. Yeah, I did too. I, I, yeah. I, I was like that. Uh, yeah, Yanks and Phils did that uh, in, uh, in in 2021, I believe. Yeah, yeah, they did. And, uh, yes, yep. It was, yeah, yep. it, I'd say the, that's what they tried to call it for the first couple of years because you have the Yankees and the Mets. That was uh, that was, that was the game that uh, my, my guy, uh, Jamison Tyone, got lit up in the first inning. Didn't yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I remember he was, like, game. good after that, but, like, just a really low, low, low point for him. You know, well, that was a great game, if you remember, where I think LeMay with like a game tying home run in the top of the ninth, and then yeah, the bottom you guys scored up Chapman or the bottom of the tenth. I don't know, but it was something like that. It was yeah. a good game. It was a good wow. Yeah, 2021 Phillies feels like a lifetime ago. <laughs> a lot of seen a lot of wars since then. 
was, it was a lifetime and a, and a, and a Yankee coach manager ago. Yes, for you. it's very true. <laughs> Um, still technically have a Yankee coach, you know, Rod exactly. Thompson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But yeah, so what a great, great talk there of, uh, the past, but, um, yeah. So the, yeah, so the, I've said last year on this new full schedule thing of that, it makes a lot more sense of you reduce the number of division games now that you have more playoff teams, because now you have more of a balance, not totally balanced, but more of a balanced schedule. That makes the wild card a little more interesting because you don't get the advantage of playing, you know, all the team, you know, all the bad teams in whatever interleague division, and then someone had to play sure. the the AL East and all that sort of stuff. So it helps out that way. And to your point on the you, the bad teams not having to play the good teams, the reverse is also true. I will fully admit the Phillies having a lot of games against the Nationals in the second half of the season is a large part of why they made the playoffs. So, you know, good and bad, but, um, let's keep it. A really nice double play. Who did? (laughs) Sorry. The Dominicans turned a really nice double play. That's good. That's yeah. Yeah. That I would expect them. Is it still zero, zero? Yeah. Top two. Okay. Yeah. I'd expect them to win, but it would also be really funny if they didn't make it out of the first round. Um, Queen was pumped up. All right. Go to LA. Yeah, you're right. It is LA. The Dodgers lose Trey Turner to the Phillies, and I think they're yeah, just fine. Lose, lose, lose Gavin Lux to That's a good uh, point, ACL. too. Yeah. I think they're just fine. I think they're they're happy as clams. They're the L.A. Dodgers. They want a seven-game NLDS, but that's okay. That's not going to mm-hmm. change. They're going to be just fine. They're a really good yeah. team. They still have Freddie Freeman. They still have Mookie Betts. They yeah, still have a lot of other they, dudes who are plug-and-play. And they're really good. Yeah, they add uh, they add uh, Miggy Rojas to mm-hmm. uh, to play some to play some infield. Um, who the else they add? Uh, Syndergaard and they to, to close right. out the rotation uh, the, the their fifth starter. Um, Will Smith's still there. Miguel Vargas gonna have a, a get a go this season. So that's a name that's been in the you know in their in their system for. You know, all these yeah, that's a good point. Uh, and they lose guys. Justin Turner. So do, do he and Muncie? Do he and Muncie split time because Turner's out of there? No, it looks like it looks like it, uh, the depth chart I'm looking at right now has has Vargas at second, Muncie at third, okay. Rojas at short. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yep, and then uh, Peralta, Taylor, and Mo- no Mookie will play a lot of second too. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, they they Mookie's been playing a lot of second in uh in in the the in training he's definitely played second in the past as someone who's had him on my fantasy team and been second base eligible like yes fantastic uh they had uh uh mookie's old buddy jd martinez as as a dh yep that that uh if there's any uh any any anything left in there as as a yankee fan watching yankee red sox games uh the the past few seasons um I, i was not scared of JD Martinez these last couple of years. Yeah. Whereas like Devers is gonna beat you, Bogert is gonna beat you, like you can attack JD at this stage in his career. Yeah. Uh good career, you know, one one is one is ring in, in Boston, you know, good for him. But uh he's definitely not the guy he the guy he was. But again, I, I think we would say that about um Alan Pujols going into last season and look yeah. what he did. So 
I'm not, you know, I'm not writing off JD Martinez as much as it sounded like I was about to there. Um, so they're 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 missing uh, Walker Bueller, right? Is, is he Tommy John? What's what's going on with Walker Bueller? Um, that's a good question. You Let's know? see what the Yahoo injury report says, which is not always accurate, but if it'll load, um, yeah, Walker Bueller. 60 day injury list it does not say why. Um, Tommy John sounds right though. I'm gonna load up his yeah. profile. Um, all the player news has nothing to do with him. I'm gonna. He started throwing though, apparently. So okay, he's open to return for this year. He's hoping to be back by the All Star break. Okay, all right. So I, I, I yeah, I, 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 it may, it may have been Tommy John, like in the big yeah. first half of the, yeah, um. Yeah, the picture is still going to be, you know, Kirk Kershaw, the, the, the you know, found a youth is, is, you know, still going to be Clayton Kershaw, uh, Julio Urias, uh, so Gonsolin, Dustin May. They got some, they got some, definitely got some horses. Um, I like their pen. I like uh, Bruce Gratterall, of course. Um, Alex Vezia. Uh, they lost Tommy Canley, which, uh, you know, I'm thankful for that he's, you know, back in back in pinstripes. <laughs> Unfortunately, he's going to start the season on the the IL. But um, you know, he's he's he was a, a big person. So it looks like to me right now, it looks like they're going to start with Daniel Hudson as a closer. Yeah, I saw that, which is uh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I think they have. A, I think they have a couple options if he is ineffective. I know they had Kim Roll to start the season last year, but. You know, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see Gratterall take some nines, to see Vezia take some nines. Evan, Evan Phillips, I know he's young, but you know, I, I think they have a lot of arms they can try to plug into the ninth if if Hudson, you know, isn't great. I, I, you know, he's been around forever and hasn't always been a closer, but I think he's got like 30 career saves last time I looked. Yeah, it's so, something like I, that. I think, you know, yeah. He's yeah, had his moments. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, the Dodgers are going to be the Dodgers. You know, they're, they're going to, you know, they're not as, they, they definitely, it's not the same people as they've always had. You know what I mean? Where, uh, you know, Jack Peterson's been gone for a while and, you know, uh, not seeing Justin Turner and not seeing, um, like Walker Mueller in the starting lineup. Like, it, it, it's going to be, um, yeah, it's it's going to be. I think a lot of their season is going to depend on um, if uh, if Dustin May can like bounce back from his injury because he was so like he was an exciting piece. You know, he's got the, like the the crazy like sideshow. He's got the crazy like sideshow Mel hair. You know, yeah. the, the, you know the red and he started like opening day in the, the COVID season. I remember. I randomly remember that he was the opening day star. I'm like Dustin May, really. Um, but no, I, I think that the Dodgers are going to do what the Dodgers do, where they're going to um, be workmanlike, and they're going to win a lot of games, and um, and then kind of like the Moneyball A's, you know, when the the postseason comes around, like it's a crapshoot, and you don't, you know, you don't know what you what you're going to get in the postseason, and yeah, I. I what, 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 I'm talking a lot. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> you're fine. Fire on. <laughs> No, I think I think you're right. That takes, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. They're going to be back. They're going to be the Dodgers. They're going to have 
like Chris Taylor is now, you know, bona fide starter. And, yeah. but they're going to have a guy that comes out like him, like that first season where he was playing, felt like every position on the diamond except for pitching. And yeah, and I think that I think that he's going to do that again this year. Where yeah. I think they wanted him to be in the same type of uh, role as like they used to have Kike Hernandez. Yeah. Where like I think the Yankees are trying to do with Lemayu, where they don't want him to play every day, but like yeah, figure know, come out games ways. first, come games to third, come games to second. You know, yeah, figure out ways to get him in. But I I think like there's going to be another guy that comes up like that, and it's like the Cardinals of my my perpetual dumb joke of the Cardinals find a guy from at the Morton Steakhouse that looks like he can play baseball and say, did you play baseball in high school? Welcome to the St. Louis Cardinals. <laughs> like the Dodgers are that way, but with utility players. Are, sure. Sure. And yeah. So I don't know. It's, it's hard to doubt unless they have like some serious injuries, but even like the last couple of years where Kershaw's missed some time in the regular season, they've gone on just fine without him. And then sure. he comes back and he looks better than ever. The fountain of youth, like he said. So it's, you know, they'll, they'll figure out different ways. They have a really good farm system and a really good developmental program. And I don't know, you know, it's, you're right though. It, it really just comes down to when October rolls around, can the Dodgers just keep it together for a series or two series, but right now a series, cause they gotta get back to the NLCS and then can they keep it? Can they just keep it together and figure it out? Yeah. yeah. Let's move on. So. We are on to the San Diego Padres. And full disclosure, before when I said, you're right, it is L.A., I was so worried about screwing up San Diego and San Francisco that I forgot the (laughs) alphabet and forgot L comes before S. So worried about D coming before F. Forgot L before S. Anyway, the Padres, we mentioned off the top, some of the biggest moves in the offseason. Oh, yeah. Small oh, market yeah. team, my ass. They got money out the wazoo. <laughs> yes. They signed Xander Bogarts. They lock up Manny Machado. I mean, this team, we talked, you know, we thought it when they traded for Juan Soto last year. All the hype in the world. And for the first time last year, they obviously made the playoffs, made the NLCS. But they actually put it together. You know, they they fell short to a, you know, a great franchise that happens to reside. 30 minutes from my house, but, uh, Absolutely. you know, a team that has all the excitement around it and can they, can they continue the hype? Um, yeah, no, I, 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 you know, listen, they, they opened the checkbook. They made some huge splashes, almost made another one where in the 25th hour, like they, uh, were, Really in the uh, in the Aaron Judge business, um, but no, they they're they're going to be they're going to be great. Uh, Joe Musgrove is going to be out for a little bit to start the season, so you know if he's only out for um, you know weeks instead of months, like that's definitely going to be good for them. But just like their their, their lineup is 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 completely sick, you know it's it, it, it's it's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous lineup. Uh, you know the uh, with, with Machado and, and Xander on the on the left side of the infield. Um, you know that's not even with uh, Tatis uh, back from suspension yet, but he'll be, uh, I guess, a, a full time outfielder, huh? It seems like it. He's been playing it in spring training, and it looks like he was playing it in the World Baseball Classic. Yep. 
did he he got banged up is he i know he's obviously suspended is that gonna affect anything do we know anything about that um no i I think you know he's been he's the last bit of news i saw is that he you know bat third in monday's game against the giants yeah so So i i I think he's he's he's, uh oh puerto rico just got out of the jam um so yeah uh april 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 20th of the season is the end of the suspension uh i like what they also like this is such like a small move that they made but the fact that they're gonna have the lefty righty combo designated hitter of carpenter from the left and nelson cruz from the right uh it's just like two vets that can still get it done in old age um I think it's such like an underrated, like underrated move that they with all these splashy moves to like make a little one like that where it's just like, oh, they're, they're just gonna both these guys will play half the season. Hopefully. Yeah. Well, it's what they did um, last year, right? They had they did the the lefty righty. A lot of teams in the National League did that, but like they basically said, all right, this was successful. Let's get some big names. And sure. they did that, you know, and obviously they are older, but still, you know, their names that you know, people recognize the, the Nelson Cruz putting himself in the game at the, in, in right field. That's a, that was a thing. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, for those that don't know, he has been DHing and he got put into the game, <laughs> into the game in right field for the Dominican Republic. But it's going to I be- think, I, I, I think if you consider putting him in the game in right field, I think you should just show him, show whoever's considering that the, 2011 World Series. Yeah. What happened to the poor guy in the ninth inning on on that long fly ball that uh, his new new buddy, uh, Matt Carpenter, probably was was cheering on. Yeah. What's funny, too, Um, about odds on Yahoo, it has, because they incorporate their, their gambling into everything, it has the futures and. They didn't do a very good job of explaining which championship is which because it has championship plus 1,400 and championship at plus 950. One is clearly National League and the other is clearly World Series. I would think it's probably World Series on the left, National League on the right. But, you know, little little snafu from the Yahoo uh, coding team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, they, so Josh Hader, um, I, I think we forget how really bad he was last year but then in the playoffs like he he came came in five games at four saves didn't allow him to run where he you know was was spotless and 10 k's one walk in the postseason so maybe okay. uh you know maybe that's what hater needed just a boost in confidence where you know he, he has definitely had some some poor playoff showings but uh Kind of cleanse the palate, you know. He had a he had a big uh, playoff for uh, San Diego this past season, but he he was he was really bad this last, last season. Yeah, he um, not to always make his year his year after the trade was seven thirty one. That's a yeah. plane. It, oh, and see ya, one nothing Puerto Rico. Oh, Puerto Rico. Yeah, not to make not to keep making this about the Phillies. He um he hadn't allowed an earned run until the end of, until. I'm trying to remember if this is pre or post Girardi firing. It's right around the time of it. So it's either uh-huh. the end of May or the beginning of June. And then Bryson Stodd and Matt Veerling both hit back-to-back home runs to tie the game. And he started to go downhill. 
So the Padres buy low on him. And it was still pretty low, as you mentioned, 7.3 ERA afterwards. And yeah, he, he was the hero of that Dodgers series. And the one game they did win against the Phils in the NLCS, he came in and just, you know, shut him down. And, you know, when wow. he's locked in and he's put in those positions, I mean, the defense around him is just really good. And adding Bogarts to it, you know, we can talk about how good the offense is going to be, but they're a really defensively sound team and just a really good fundamentals team. They're a team that always pops up when you look at at the amount of pitches they take and stuff like that. Like they're just really well run. And now they're adding in superstars to, to <laughs> supplement that. And it's insane that you make this blockbuster. And I feel like that's even understating it type of trade to get Soto. And then you go out and you open the endless money bag to get Xander Bogarts. And you have this, I don't know what's the best word pariah of Tatis hanging uh-huh. out there. And now he has not just Manny Machado to yell at him and say, you know, figure it out. Now he's got three guys that are all bona fide superstars. And the guy that was supposed to be the next face of baseball telling him, figure it out. I mean, this is going to be crazy right. to see this team and how good yeah. they can be. And we're like, we're not even talking about like Kim Grisham, like the guys at the bottom of their lineup would be, Top of the lineup, leadoff guys, heart of the order guys on a lot of other major league baseball teams. It's crazy to look at yeah. this team. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Even if uh, Trent Grisham had a really, really bad season last year, but then in that Mets series, like he, he gave yeah. hits where he was, he was not. I mean, you, you guys uh, handled Grisham a little bit better than, <laughs> yeah, than the, the Mets the, did. It's the Phillies. If you look at their stat, like some of the superstar stats, like Soto, I, I think if you exclude the game they lost in San Diego, uh-huh. I think his his line for that series wasn't great. Where like that even, uh, that wild game, I'm pretty sure he was like zero for three. Uh, the game four, yeah. where like the final score was what was it was like ten six or whatever it was. Yeah. yeah, like yeah, he he some of the some of the Padres didn't didn't have their best showing at the bank, but um, sure. Yeah, so I mean, they 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 lose. Sorry, they they lose Josh Bell to the yep. Guardians. Um, but again, like it, 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 he was, he wasn't, like, he wasn't anything special after the trade. You know yeah. what I mean? Like so, Soto didn't have a great. Oh my gosh, they're falling apart. Uh, so Soto didn't have. Um, even Soto wasn't Juan Soto after the trade. Yeah. I, I think with. Uh, a full season under the belts, like I think San Diego has the potential to really, um, really be great this year. How are they going to be in like seven years, where like Machado and Bogarts and Soto are towards the end of their contract? And, you know, probably maybe not as good, but I, I, you know, I think that this is definitely a, a, a window for the Padres. I think that uh, I think they see themselves i think if they if they lose the nl west i think that padres fans will see that as a failure i think that they yeah think that the nl west is theirs for the taking right now which you know i i i I, that could be that that could end up biting them you know that's a lot of pressure to have to you know i know i said mentioned earlier the you know little brother beat big brother in the playoffs but you know, the, this isn't uh, you know, this isn't the Dodgers' first rodeo. Like they're they're you know they're gonna have to really um, uh, you know really 
really come for really, really come for them if they're gonna try to win the NL West. But I, I think I think Padre fans are like I, I think they're they're riding high as they as they should be right now. Yeah, my uh, a kid I went to summer camp with. Well, he um put his predictions in there. One of which was a World Series title, um winning the West. There were like some that were. Like in Madden, when you had the franchise, there are some of the stretch goals. I think he listed it right. that way. World right. Series was a stretch goal. Division, I'm pretty sure, was like, this needs to happen. And you can see it happening, right? Especially, like, depending on if Bueller comes back and seeing how he can play. And, you know, their, their lineup's going to be really exciting to watch. It's just really staying healthy, especially on the, the starting pitching front, and making sure that they're – Staying fundamentally sound, you know, they're well. Yeah, you know, the, the 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 back end of the rotation, especially with with Musgrove down, uh, yeah, you know, isn't great. Uh, Michael Walker had some moments with the Red Sox last season, but like he's he's getting older and older. Nick Martinez, you know, Blake Snell, um, Louis Garcia, Drew, Pom- you know, like they're, they're just... yeah, Drew Pomerantz hanging out there. Seth Lugo, like right, some names right. that. That were you know were names at one point. Funny so, Pomerantz is back with the Padres because right? he was the prospect that the Red Sox acquired, right? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but that's yeah, they're they're the Padres. They're gonna be they're gonna be great. Yeah, and yeah, and even know. and even when they're not gonna be great, they're gonna be like you know they're they're like you said. There's a lot of infighting. They'll they'll lead PTI a lot. That you know they're gonna be. Uh, they're, they're going to be an interesting watch for sure. Exactly. Must see, must see TV. Must see TV. And if somebody tries to tell you baseball is dead, point them to San Diego. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm sure a bunch of uh, a bunch of uh, ESPN games on Sunday nights. I think uh, I think I saw Michael K tweeted out the, the K Rod schedule for for April, but they have I think a Dodgers uh, a Dodgers Padres game. They also have a a World Series rematch game, by the way. So they'll yes. have a Houston Philly game. Yeah, Philly's going back K-Rod to Houston, yep. which is yep. uh, where nightmares were born. Um, <laughs> Brother, you are you're you're speaking to the right. Yeah, guy. I am speaking to the right person. Oh man, um, I, I you know we were so close to a, a 2009 rematch, and I think we both would have been happier. Would have been great. <laughs> It would have been great. I was I was hoping it was going to be that going into the championship round. Right, oh right, man! Right, 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 and everybody right. thought it was like, like people were trying to line it up with how long it had been since that World Series, being like it was. Um, oh so that it was twelve years between or thirteen years, two thousand five to two thousand whatever it was. Somebody was trying to like make the through line of like how long it was between the Eagles losing to the Patriots and then beating them and being like. They're going to beat the oh, okay. Yankees in the World Series, yeah, yeah. which it was 13 years was the difference there. It was not the 13. No, it was 2018. Yeah, that's what it was. It was 13 years. So people were like making the through yeah. line of, oh, man, this this is what this is what's going to happen. And then obviously, no. But final Ruby, team. Ruby single for Lindor. Two nothing Puerto Rico. Sorry. Wow. No, no, no. Dating the podcast as we're, as we're watching. Greg and I once did uh a bullpen card episode during the AL wildcard game between the Yankees and the, the twins. And I think okay. it was 2017 was that the, was or 18. That the, uh, the one where uh, 
where Severino got lit up in the first yes, inning and that game. hit the three run homer at yeah. the bottom of the first. Oh yeah. my god. It was four it, it was three three. I was thinking it was four four five five or something after one inning, but it was like the most insane game where we're just we're basically doing play by play and like trying to talk about the playoffs. We're like we're like Yeah, yeah Listen, so it seems I, like the twins know I, I know I know Jordy that he got old very quickly and bad, but I, I still I still love Dee Dee. <laughs> yeah, I do too. I miss his. It, that, that was the sad thing. It was like him. It was a, he like got, the good he man. The bad man went away. Second. The bad man went away, and the good man went away in last season. We got finally got rid of Rodubel Herrera, and the team thrived. It was great. It was him. Got rid of Familia, and it was like, oh, this is great. And then eventually, Dee Dee gets released. You're like, ah, shit, but. Huh. Bryson Stott is, is a very fun player. So yes, was, indeed. Indeed, as, indeed, indeed, indeed. Yeah, as as Gene Segura got healthy, it was like, ah, well, you know, it's an f- unfortunate casualty. But I I do miss his post-game tweets. Those were great. The emoji. <laughs> All right, uh, let's wrap up uh, with, uh, with uh, the Giants. With the Giants. So, Giants, and this is another one I wanted to look up before this, but I believe set the record last year for the most games oh. out of a playoff spot after winning a division title the year before. It was something I remember seeing like John boy or somebody tweet out this info info blurb, but yeah, you know, obviously two years ago, the, I don't want to say out of nowhere, but basically out of nowhere division title. And, you know, I don't think they had all the hype in the world, but there was definitely, you know, giants fans thought they were in a really good spot and it, just didn't go their way last year. I think it's probably the best way to put it. They finished 81 and 81, third in the division. They were kind of in the wild card race, but not really. You know, they finished seven games behind the Phillies. But they made it they made some noise for a little bit in September. Um you know, projections I'm looking at on Fangraphs, a couple other places, don't have it much better, a little bit above five hundred, a team Well, you know, I, I think that um you know, I, I think that Carlos Correa and Arson Judge are really yeah. going to, uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, help their offense a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's probably the best the best place to start is uh, they had a very busy off season. <laughs> they, they they did they did, and, and you know, like we can like laugh about the fact that they, you know, missed out on on Correa because of the the, the physical. Uh, and they missed out on uh, Arson Judge because um, Hank in the uh, or Hal in the in the twenty fifth hour uh, made a call and made him the made you know made him an offer he couldn't refuse. Um, but you know the, the the Giants can still make some moves where you know I think they're, they're to what go out and get Mitch Hanniger to play right to add Michael Conforto. Um, to add uh, whichever of the Rodgers they didn't have last season, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> added the other one. Um, and you know, uh, I know this didn't this happened during the season, didn't happen in the off season, but you can't you can't uh, deny the importance of uh, cutting ties with with Darren Ruff, who I have on very good authority is uh, the worst baseball player in to to ever uh, play the game of baseball. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Darren Ruff, what a, what a crazy career he's had of Philly screwed him up trying to move him to left field. I'm pretty sure I was at a, 
Iron Pigs game in that first season where they moved him, and I'm pretty sure he had the Jose Canseco. He had a ball hit off his head. And, you know, two years ago he was he was pretty good. And, yeah, now, now as you mentioned, he is uh, on good authority as a New York Med and a not very well-loved New York Med. No, no, no. I, uh, you know, I, 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 on good authority, I heard that he's going to uh, play 162 games this season and ground into 300 double plays and make uh, uh, 80 errors this season. So I, I, I don't know. That, that's, that's just what I've heard from from very, um, you know, good authority and and uh, very balanced uh, baseball fans. Yeah. Um, really fun fact. My cousin's wife's maiden name is Fleming. Okay. <laughs> they had their second son and his first name is Frank. Ooh. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure they don't know the reference. I know no, his older no, brother, my but... cousin, does I don't know if he knows who Frank the Tank is, but he does listen to Chicklets. So okay. I haven't said it to the older brother, my the, my other cousin, but um I might have to point it out to my cousin if uh, the next time I see him. They live in Seattle, so the the planned trip to Seattle over the last three years, it's really gone awry. Cause we were supposed to go in 2020 for the 4th of July when the Phillies were supposed to be there. And then, you know, some things happened. And then uh, last year we had a wedding when the Phillies were there. Yeah. So yeah, visiting yeah. my sister and my cousin in Seattle has been a uh, quite, the, quite the task. If they're listening. That's why I haven't come to visit you. And now I'm having a kid. So might be like, remember, remember when everyone thought Joey Bart was going to win the rookie of the year in the national league. Yeah. That was a thing. Um, By the way, oh my gosh, oh my gosh! Just to close this loop, I, I was I was very curious, so I looked up the 2002 National League Rookie of the Year voting. Yes, oh please do. Jason Jennings won. His record is 16 and eight. It's a good record, but yeah. like, you know, who cares about wins? Uh, his ERA was 4.5. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so you say, oh, there had to be, you know, like there had to be like a huge snub. Um, all right, uh, runner-up was Brad Wilkerson. Wow. Then Austin Kearns. Okay. Uh, Kaz Ishii. Oh, yeah, that was a guy. He was a big MVP baseball guy. Yeah, yeah. Damian Moss. I have never heard that name in my life. No. <laughs> no but that sounds a like a creative player apparently. in Madden. Yeah, yeah. Ryan Jensen. Okay. And finally, we get to a name where, in retrospect, probably should have won. But uh, so Jason Jennings got 150 uh, uh, points, 27 first place votes. This guy got zero first place votes, only three points. Uh, had uh, a 3 3 2 ERA, more strikeouts than Jason Jennings. Um, and just a guy by the name of Mark Fryer. Wow. Oh, man. Then to close out, Josh Fogg, Dennis Stark, Jason Simataki, and Alex Sanchez. Wow. 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 That was, uh, I forgot Pryor that was... Was, was that year, because I, I think I was swapping him and Kerry Wood from that 1998. Okay. No, Wood was 98. Yeah. Wood did, that Wood's was 98. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That was uh, his 20 strikeout game. Was yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm sorry to the Giants. <laughs> we had so many notch about that. No, last year in the NL West preview, we did um we played the game of can you name the the left fielders that the Giants have had every year? And this might continue. 
depending on, or I think both continue, they've had a different opening day starter since Barry Bonds, if you include 2007. Ooh. So was, was Jock the left fielder last season or no? Oh, you're right. I was thinking, for whatever reason, I was thinking he was a midseason trade, but you're right. He was an offseason acquisition. So this might be the first yeah. one. Might be. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. For whatever it's reason, crazy. I thought he like, started on the Braves and they traded him. But no, you're right. He was an offseason acquisition. Oh, you know who I'm noticing as I'm looking at this at this team right now is that they lost Brandon Belt. He's not on the team anymore. Wow. Did he what retire? Or is he in baseball? No, yeah, no, he's no. Where did he go? Yeah. Brandon Belt is a Blue Jay. Oh, wow. I did not know that. Interesting. Huh. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of a lot of the old guard, you know, a lot of the uh you know, a lot of the guys that you'd be able to name, like, oh, they're definitely a giant, where you know, Brady Bell, Longoria, and Pablo Sandoval and Buster Posey. Pablo. Like, they're all, you know, they're 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 all gone. Yeah. Um, Brandon Crawford's still there. <laughs> Brandon Crawford is still holding on. <laughs> was Brandon Crawford or was it Brandon Belt that had the the Pirates connection? They couldn't stop talking about in that in that NL wild card game. Oh, I don't remember. I don't you know what I'm talking about, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah some, it did. was something, it was okay. a similar Brady, Brady Quinn, AJ Hawk type of situation. Sure. Someone's married sure. to the other sister. Yep. Um, so good to see Michael Conforto back in the league after taking the year off. Yep. Yep. So he, he's, he's, he's going to be, uh, hopefully adding some lefty power to, to the team. I, you know, I, I, I just, I, I, I see the Giants as just, they're going to be mid, you know, they're going to yeah. be around 500. They're going to be the, you know, the, the in-between between like the, the great and the, the not so great. Uh, Dominican's finally out of the inning. It's four, nothing Puerto Rico right now. Third um, inning. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, they still got, you know, they still, they still got some, some, some good arms. Uh, Logan Webb is you know, a very good, uh, Number one, you know, they lost uh, Carlos Rodon. Uh, hopefully, he'll be starting games in the Bronx pretty soon. You know, he's on the IL right now. Um, they got Sean Benaya, who was not good for the Padres, but, you know, no. maybe, uh, who knows? Maybe um, maybe he'll have a bounce back. Uh, Ross Stripling is like one of those underrated guys. Alex Wood, Alex Cobb, a bunch of Alexes. Uh, and, and, you know, I think the Giants have some guys that 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 you know can, can that are good. Like I like former Yankee Tyro Estrada a lot, uh, Lamonte Wade. Like they they have guys that like I like, but nobody's yeah. like you know who who no one's saying like oh like Lamonte Wade's in town. Like we gotta make sure. Yeah, exactly. Him, you know? It's guys you've heard of either just from watching a lot of baseball or playing the show or whatever. And like even the pitchers, like Manaya was not very good last year. Stripling's just a guy I know from because of fantasy baseball and like right, the fact right. that he can be both a starter and a reliever because he did both for the Dodgers for a couple of years. And like, you know, it's just it's guys that you heard of, but it's not, you know, big ticket guys outside of you know, Yastrzemski and Logan Webb and you know. Yeah. yeah. You're right. I, I think like, you're right you though. Know? Mid and you know, they'll make some noise. They might win a series against a you know, a top team, like it. Atlanta or probably the Phillies. The Phillies don't play well there either. Um, you know, goes in there and loses a series. And you're thinking, oh, here come the Giants. And then they have a month where they go, 
12 and 18 or something like that. And it's like, oh, well, it was a fun run. Yeah. Uh, and, and I like their pen with uh, Taylor and Tyler Rogers and, and Camille Duvall in the, in the ninth, shutting things down. You know, I think they, you know, they, think they definitely have, uh, you know, they're, 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 that's probably a point of strength for them. Is that I think they have a pretty good uh, pen. Yeah, that's a good call. Um, who was their closer that yeah, they traded? The one that the one that had a billion saves two years ago. Oh, I don't know. Brian some... Wilson. <laughs> Brian Wilson. Oh my god. Oh my god. I want to rage right now. Um, Sergio Romo. Sergio Romo. Sergio Romo at his pe- the peak of his powers was just a force. And then Sergio he went Romo to... has to still be in the league, right? He, is he still on Tampa? Has to still be in the he went somewhere. to the Rays and it was like, look out. And he was like, he was decent, but yeah, you're right. He's been around forever. And granted, like the, I feel, like, I don't think he was on the 2010 team, but that 2012 Giants World Series team, he was like, ah, uh, he's in the Mexican League. Oh no, him and uh, Joanna Cespedes, who was playing, who, oh! who plays on the Cuban team. See ya. Oh, we got yep. some, we got some Dominican, Dominican action. Lead off, Dong Juan Soto. All right. Four one now. Okay. Hey, you know, <laughs> it was um, a little too late though. We were just talking about his team, and now we're yeah, we moved on game, to man. what's going on with Sergio Roma. Yeah. <laughs> so he last pitched for the Jays in twenty two. Right now he's in the Mexican League. Wow, he played last year. Man. Yeah. No, I knew, I knew that. He, you know. Yeah, obviously played. Yeah, played <laughs> the Blue Jays. One yeah. of those, uh, you know, Bartolo Colon uh, types, where it just like, yeah, ageless wonders. That. Um, right, Oliver Perez, <laughs> a guy who I never heard of, but he's been in baseball for almost ten years now. This guy Scott Alexander, another great Yahoo UI yeah. guff. Yes, um, yes. They have the salary column, which for most players, you know, they used to have it filled out, and for most players, it's just blank. So the column is, you know, as as minimized as it gets because it auto formats. Scott Alexander, they put him down for zero dollars. Wow. Yeah. The funny thing with Yahoo and their, their rostering, and they do this in football too. Like they did this with the the now intends to play for the New York Jets, Aaron Rodgers, when he was suspended. Because uh-huh. when he was, uh, what was the phrasing he used for the vaccine? Uh, he was uh, immunized. Immuni- yeah, immunized. Um, they just, when like Walker Bueller is this, if you look up the, the Dodgers on there, they just disappear. They because they're right. they're moved to the injury list, but if they're suspended, so Tatis has this, they just disappear. It's like they they canceled them; <laughs> they're gone. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think you're right. Giants are going to be a pretty mid team. Might make might make some noise here and there. They might be a team we hear about at the end of June. That's like floating around there, or maybe they had a really awesome month, and it's we're hearing like you know month end awards or month end blog posts or whatever. Of well, look out for this guy and. It, yeah, right. then you know just not a great not a great average but yeah i i think i think we're running out of time so we'll we can table the the fantasy draft for another one and just go to predictions All right. yeah yeah so okay i'll we'll so, let you go first sure um i am going to for my predictions i'm going to say uh i'm going to say padres Dodgers, D-backs, Giants, Rocks. You stole my hot take. I had the, the Diamondbacks third as well. I match you entirely. 
And whenever I go, whenever I zag on my, when I have a hot take and I zag, I'm always end up wrong. So I'm going to mm-hmm. stick with you. All right. I think I did that with you for the wild card round where I want to take the Browns against the Steelers. I was like, oh no, I got to be different. So we have some controversy. Ah, uh, right. yes, yes. Browns yes, won. I, I, I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. Um, but yeah, so that means, because you're saying it, it means it's right. Because I'm saying it. I mean, I mean, it, it could be wrong. Bro, brother, my, my, my uh, track record in, uh, in picking games is it's always great. But Oh, yeah. You know. uh, no, this, this is, uh, you know, uh, I, you know, I, Put a future on it in, in draftings. Yeah, you know, find some, uh, <laughs> yeah, find some value in both championships, as Yahoo exactly. would put it. The other good one exactly. on Fangraphs. Yeah. If you float over Fernando Tatis, it has like the little injury icon, and it yeah. just says instead of being like injured, you know, elbow or something like that, it says suspension, suspension. <laughs> Love the dumb little UI things. That's the tester in me. Uh, let's do before, just before we wrap, cause I'm, I'm looking at the time and we don't have a lot of time left, but just you know, a couple, uh, quick hits. Um, who's your, uh, who's your final four for the, for the tournament? I probably need to tweak it yeah. right now on my actual bracket. I went, yep. I'm pulling it up. Cause I even knew when I made it, I wasn't the biggest. Okay. So I'll, I, I'll, I'll tell you while you're pulling it up. Uh, mine's very chalky, but my final four is chalky. Everything else, I'm, uh, well, my final four is pretty chalky. Where I have Bama over Marquette, and um, I have UCLA over Texas. Okay, and I have UCLA over Bama in the final. Yeah, I have. Um, yeah, mine's chalky as well. I have Bama. How the fuck did I pick Kansas State? Um, Ooh, all yeah. right. I think I talked myself into something this morning when I was picking, and then Houston over Kansas, <laughs> and then Bama beating Houston. Okay. The ones uh, um, you might find interesting really quick. So I do yes. two other brackets that one is, I call it the CAC bracket. That's why I called my grandmother. She would pick her bracket based on where her grandkids, myself and my cousins all went to college and okay. they, they, she'd pick them as far as they could go until they play each other. So one, one of note, Arizona where my stepsister went, they go as far as they, they actually go to the final four, but Creighton goes to goes to face them, and then she actually has to pick who she thinks would would win in that. So her final mm-hmm. four is Indiana, where my youngest cousin goes, over Arizona, Indiana beating Northwestern, and Arizona beating Michigan State. So uh, a very Big okay. Ten heavy from Chicago, yeah. so that's not surprising. Then the other is the coin flip, which I okay. always love doing to see if I can beat the coin. And I think I like my odds here because the coin has – Oral Roberts over San Diego State in one Final Four matchup, and Drake beating UCLA in the other. Ooh! So two 12 seeds in the final, and Drake yeah, taking that, it that, home. That, that, that'd be like, uh, that'd be like, uh, what twenty? Was it twenty fourteen when UConn won as a seven over Kentucky as an eight or something yeah. like that? It was kind of crazy. That one. That one was um, nuts. Okay, uh, another quick hit. Have you seen Creed three yet? No, I still need to see Creed three. I heard it's oh, awesome. I love it. I love it. Yeah. It was. I think it was my favorite of the trilogy. I think that's what I've heard. Um, yeah, it's it's really great. Um, Jonathan Majors is like such a great. Uh, He's awesome. You know, such a great new character for sure. Uh, Have you seen so Devotion really like... with him and Glenn Powell? No, 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 not yet. That was a good one. Yep. 
Um, and uh, are you excited for uh, Ted Lasso season three? I'm very pumped for Ted Lasso season three. We uh, have you been have you been watching Shrinking by the way? No, I need to. So we oh, it's um, a great show. Oh, I've heard it's I, awesome. I highly recommend it. It's I've a heard great it's awesome. Show. So we yeah. we I got my iPhone over two years ago. You get the free year of Apple Plus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't sign up for it, and we signed up for Apple Plus last fall when the Phillies were in San Francisco. So NL, NL West huh. appropriate to watch them yeah. on the Apple TV Plus game. And we finally watched Ted Lasso like a month, like within the last two weeks. And it's so incredible. I don't know how yeah. I just didn't, never did it. And I've been told it was so great. And we were just like, ah, I don't know about this other streaming service. And Apple, Apple plus is great. And their shows are awesome. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. I think that's all that we have. Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah. If you, uh, if anyone wants to uh, follow me on Twitter, uh, I'm uh, at MJCSVN. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm always popping up on podcasts every now and then. So uh, keep your eyes out. Absolutely. I'll, I'll tweet out when I'm on things. And, uh, hey, man, I, I always love doing this. And, and thank you for this. Uh, I love to, you know, uh, to, to talk uh, baseball and, and uh, all the other random stuff we talk about, too. Hell yeah. It's always, uh, always a great time. Well, thank you for coming on, man. Always an uh, open invitation. Talk about whatever, you know. All right. As, That's uh, a dangerous thing to give me. It's an open invite. Uh, you know, happy <laughs> to have you on. Like I said, bring you on for the takes. Absolutely, brother. Absolutely. But everybody... all right, let's uh, let, let's uh, let's wrap this up. Uh, watch this uh, Survivor game and Survivor game, Survivor episode and uh, World Baseball Classic games. And uh, thanks a lot, buddy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, everybody. Thank you for listening. We will be back tomorrow with the AL Central preview with Brady Fredrickson. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast, The Bullpen Cart, wherever you get your pods. Thunderbox Sports on Instagram, ThunderBLG on Twitter. And for MJC, I am the G-Man. Have a great week and go USA! All right, little bonus reaction session here to end the show. I stayed up to watch the U.S. play Columbia. USA wins 3-2. to two. They're officially moving on. They are the runners-up in the group meaning they will face Venezuela, who won Group D. And, yeah, they pulled out the win. Mike Trout, three RBI. Uh, he and Mookie were really all the offense tonight. And, yeah, that's really the best part to put there. Um, they took advantage of some mistakes thrown by the Colombians. And, you know, Team USA is moving on. Some good pitching. They went into the bullpen pretty early. Part of that's because of the pitch count limit thing with uh, our guy, uh, Merrill Kelly, who we talk about on the show. And they talk about him a little bit, being a Diamondback and all that stuff. And, yeah, he he pitched well and ends up getting pulled in the third inning because of that pitch count limit. But various closers from different MLB teams and relievers come in. USA gets the job done. They were down 2-1 at one point, but you kind of figured the tide wasn't really going against them. It was not like the Mexico game where, you know, that was just an avalanche of momentum, momentum, momentum going in Mexico's favor. USA's moving on. Again, the runner-up. If you watch the game, you definitely know by now, but for those that don't, something we didn't talk about with all the craziness of the potential tiebreakers and all that if the U.S. lost, but... Columbia losing means they came in last place in the group, meaning they have to requalify for the World Baseball Classic. Every team that finished in last of the four groups has to requalify. 
the 16 teams that didn't come in last in their group, so the two teams that move on, and the teams that came in third and fourth automatically qualify. And why I'm talking about this, again, if you watched the broadcast, you watched the game, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Great Britain, who'd never been to the World Baseball Classic before, automatically qualifies. Pretty cool stuff. You know, obviously they had different guys like Trace Thompson. They had Americans who either their parents are British or somebody was British. So they were allowed to play on the team. You heard that, you know, the other viral, this is why this guy is playing on this country, the Freddie Freeman with his mom and all that stuff. But yeah, the the Brits are moving on, which is kind of crazy to think about. You know, there were a lot of jokes with the first game of, you know, it's our sport and all that. Um, but great to see and, and that more countries are getting involved and seeing how, you know, the World Baseball Classic can evolve going to, to the next one. And, um, you know, the other bit of news to report on this, and that's why I'm starting to get pause, and I'll address that in a second. Puerto Rico beats the Dominican Republic in Group C to take the runner-up spot. So Puerto Rico will face Mexico on the other side of the bracket. So the Dominican Republic lost. They are out. They were the odds-on favorite going into the tournament. Don't even make the knockout round. Stole that from the World Cup, but whatever. Kind of crazy to think about of how good of a lineup they had, the good pitching, and yeah, they they lose to Venezuela. Venezuela ends up going 4-0. They beat the Puerto Ricans, and they took care of business with Nicaragua and Israel. Um, I don't want to speak ill of those teams, but... You know, Puerto Rico and the Dominican Republic very much so did that job as well. And, um, yeah, but the Dominicans, it's crazy to think about. You know, a buddy of mine had said before the tournament that lineup was the stuff of dreams. And it kind of just shows baseball of in a four-game span of what can happen. You know, a team going two and two like the Dominicans did, but losing to the two teams to finish ahead of you, you know. I think when they really are stuffing down the, they play this like the playoff stuff that we hear the Fox announcers saying when you're watching these games, you know, it kind of holds true, right? You have to, you, you got to keep moving and you got to, basically you got to win at least three. Obviously there were instances both in group B or group C, the U.S.'s group and group D, this group where the Dominicans were in with Puerto Rico and Venezuela that involved potential three-way ties, although the one in Group D was if Israel upset one of Puerto Rico and the Dominicans, and that didn't happen. The Israelis got basically perfect gamed. They didn't have a base runner, but it was only an eight-inning game, and then got shut out by the Dominicans the next night. Um, But that was the possibility there. Obviously, the U.S., Great Britain's win over Colombia not only gets them back in the World Baseball Classic, but it helped out the U.S. a ton. Because if they beat Great Britain, then there's some crazy stuff. Obviously, they end up losing to Canada, which helps the United States a lot as well. But going before that game happened, before that result, it was you know it looked dicey. There was an opportunity for a three-way, three-team, a three-way, three-win team. Excuse me, tying, and you know there was the John Boy post that that talked about it. a lot of different places were talking about it. But it's kind of crazy to just think about, and that's why I'm bringing this up is just it's a four game stretch and you know there was stuff talking about you know Colombia's only win was over Mexico and they really were hammering it home early on and some of the earlier games 
of, oh, they have the day off tomorrow. So that's a big deal. And I don't know. It, it, that definitely affects it. And maybe that's something that they'll look into of maybe expanding out the tournament. But yeah, you know, it's, it's crazy to think about just circling back to the Dominicans of how good that lineup was and that they couldn't get it done. But, you know, that's baseball. The other important news to talk about, and I apologize if you think I'm burying the lead on this, but Edwin Diaz got hurt in Puerto Rico's celebration. He had closed out the game for the Puerto Ricans, and when they were jumping around the the mound, he had some sort of knee injury. He had to get wheelchaired off. Not a lot is really known. I have not seen the official ruling on what's happening, you know, Fingers crossed that he's okay. You know, you don't want a guy to get hurt in one of these types of events. And my pause earlier on how great the World Baseball Classic is, and I've seen this take a couple places on Twitter, and I'm sure I'll probably see it on Instagram, but you have the defenders of the World Baseball Classic, you have the people that are pissed off. A lot of them are Mets fans, you know, being like, what the fuck, you know, this exhibition tournament, whatever. And, you know... It's something that you hear about a lot. It's it's part of the reason why, and obviously money goes into it as well, why the NHL hasn't been to the Olympics in oh so many years. The John Tavares injury from nine years ago now, uh, in the 2014 Olympics, the last time NHL players went. You know, it, it, this is a thing where guys want to represent their countries, and it means a lot to them. But, you know, we might hear some blowback, and I hope we don't. I think this is a really great event. And I think Major League Baseball really enjoys the fact they're hosting this. And, you know, going back to the Great Britain thing of how much it meant their manager, as they pointed out a billion times during the U.S. broadcast, was there. And, you know, it means a lot to these other countries. They talked to the Columbia manager during the game, and they're asking him about what what does baseball mean to to Columbia. You you think a lot of of these other countries, you know, that aren't the United States and that other sports, specifically soccer, are the big deal. And and this guy's talking about how in northern Columbia, near the Caribbean Sea, it, it's the most popular sport there, which I was flabbergasted to find out. You know, you just again, you you just make that assumption, and that's that's probably on me of, you know, whatever you want to call that. But soccer soccer is the global game, you know. So hearing that baseball's popular and is, you know, the most popular sport in a region of another country is awesome. And I hope that an injury like Diaz's, and you hope he's okay. You hope it's not a season-ending injury, you know, something like, you know, Paul George in the Basketball World Cup, however many years ago that was, you know, that kind of stuff. You don't want, that's not what you want, you know. And, you know, I'm not trying to be like, oh, Philly's fan here, really hope he's okay. But you want, you, you never want injuries, right? And it sucks. It really just sucks that, it was in a celebration, you know, baseball had the, I forgot what player it was. I think it was for the Angels. He broke his leg jumping into the the crowd or the uh, the, the team crowding him around home plate. Um, so you had like the different, you know, then you had like the reactions to that. They banned the celebrations around home plate where people are jumping on him and all that. And then you had like the reactions where guys are like tiptoeing their way in there. Um, yeah, it's it's crazy. It It sucks. It's really crazy. Mets fans. I feel for you that it really blows because, you know, we haven't had the NL East yet, but big piece to that team, obviously everything with Narco, the song he runs out to out of the bullpen, 
last year. And, you know, he was a big part of that team and he was an all-star and, you know, a really, really good pitcher and a really fun pitcher to watch if you're being, you know, again, not to be Phillies fan here, but when you're being objective, he's a really great pitcher and that sucks. So I didn't want to end the show on a somber note, but I also wanted to keep talking about the World Baseball Classic. I don't know. I was rambling. It's 1.30, and the U.S. is moving on. Pretty exciting stuff. They play the Venezuelans, who obviously go 4-0 in their bracket. The game is Friday night, which really kind of goes against what I was talking about last week on the uh, the State of the Union show of, oh, yeah, look, look at them. It's not an accident that... The U.S.'s last group game is before March Madness starts. I did kind of address it being like, oh, the playoffs are during it. But, um, yeah, I will probably be figuring out some way to uh, have multiple screens set up in my house, not just to watch basketball, um, but to watch this baseball game because I love the U.S., I love baseball, and I love the World Baseball Classic. It's a really fun time, and I hope, I really hope we don't, get a flooding in of takes of like, this is why it's terrible and why we haven't, you know, why we shouldn't do it. And you know, all this stuff, the international play in sports, I think is great. It's why the world cup is the most popular event in the world. You know, it, there's a reason for that. There's pride, there's bragging rights. There's all this different stuff on the line. And as you know, time goes on, hopefully the world baseball classic, you know, it's not going to be the World Cup. Let's let's be honest there. But hopefully, to a baseball fan, it becomes this bigger deal, and maybe they figure out this whole, you know, crazy all different sites. So you really can only watch some of the games. Like I'm not waking up at six a.m. tomorrow. A.m. It's one thirty. The game's in four and a half hours. I'm not waking up to watch Japan play Italy. But I I would like to watch that. If I, you know, didn't need to sleep, but obviously sleep's pretty important and I have a job, so I need to you know, go to bed and get some rest before I go to work tomorrow morning. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, hopefully they figure that out. Maybe pick a site, whatever. Obviously, like the Olympics, the World Cup, all these international events, they go around the world. So just to be like, oh, put it in, put it in the U.S. so I don't have to stay up late or I don't have to wake up early. Like, that's stupid, but I, I don't know. I would have liked to not have to stay up until 1.30 sweating out if the U.S. was going to move on. Again, maybe the U.S. could have scored some more runs. They're probably going to need to score some more runs and, and have a more finely tuned offense. I think part of that is shuffling around the lineup. They had a different starting lineup in every game. They split the time with the catchers. They've had a random assortment of guys moving around positions. Tim Anderson's played second base the last two games because Jeff McNeil couldn't hit and he struggled a little bit. I feel like he made an error in the Mexico game, but yeah, you know, hopefully they, they settle into what the lineup's going to be. Obviously they only have, you know, less than 48 hours to figure it out, but you know, it's going to be exciting. And I think with Cuba moving on, you know, would love to see the Aussies, but Cuba moving on, that's a tough opponent. That would be the, they would face the winner of the U S and the Venezuelans. Um, and then obviously the, the other side of the bracket, Italy, Japan, presumably Japan, by the time you're listening to this is one, if not great for Italy, that would be awesome. It'd be just very cool to see the Nespresso machine. I feel like I say it every fucking episode, but it's awesome. Um, but yeah, seeing Shohei at the biggest, you know, 
bigger and bigger stages. I was about to say the biggest stage, but the World Series is still the biggest stage. Probably will still be the biggest stage, even as the World Baseball Classic hopefully remains and becomes a bigger deal. But that being said, the teams that are left, even without the Dominicans, it's pretty fucking solid, and it's pretty cool to see where we are for this event and how it's evolving. And even without the Dominicans, it's in a really good spot, I think. And it's going to be a fun end of the tournament and see how all of that goes. And I'm excited. And, you know, I'd love to hear your guys' takes. Again, Thunderbox Sports on Instagram, ThunderBLG on Twitter. Make sure you're subscribed, though. I know I say it every episode. I say it at the start of the show. About to record that part, the little intro. Uh, but seriously, do uh, tell your friends. We still have five more. I'm going to be recording the AL Central later today, technically, because uh, it is 1:30 at night. Uh, but it is technically the 16th of March now. And uh, yeah, you know we're recording those. I mentioned it last week. If you missed the State of the Union episode. Um, Regular season should be business as usual. Baby comes beginning of May, so we'll might take a little hiatus there and figure it out. But you know, f- figure out a, the frequency of before we can get back to weekly. Of do I try to come in for you know maybe half hour show something like that? Talk about the Phillies. Talk about whatever. You know, maybe try to garner questions from the internet. So be subscribed, follow the social media, all that. That's kind of what I'm getting after. You know, love the listener feedback, and I love when people submit questions. I didn't I didn't put one up for this one. I probably should have, but we're both under a little time crunch to watch Survivor. And, yeah, I, I think that's going to do it for this one. Rambled for a little bit. I didn't think this little bonus section was going to be as long as it was, but here we are. But enjoy the start of March Madness. Enjoy the next episode, the AL Central. Enjoy the rest of the division previews, and... We will talk soon. Go USA!